You're listening to Parenting with Emotional Intelligence, a subset of the Living and Leading with Emotional Intelligence podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, the founder of Catalyst for Change, LLC, Generation EQ, and author of The EQ Deficiency. If you find the information in this podcast valuable and want to learn more about how you too can incorporate these essential skills in your family's lives, I welcome you to contact me personally and we can have a chat. You can find my personal calendar link and contact information in today's show notes. Today we're going to talk about how to deal with your child when they hit and how to prevent them from hitting. If you have a young child, say a toddler, just know that hitting is an age-typical response, and this may increase as they transition through certain milestones in their young lives. Remember, children are developing and learning at a rapid rate, and this takes a lot of energy and brain power, which can be exhausting. And just as adults can become less tolerant and more emotional when going through a major life transition, so can children. The difference is children aren't emotionally mature enough to handle it effectively on their own. And some could argue some adults aren't emotionally mature enough to handle it on their own. But the point is children need our help. The hitting stage tends to wane a bit around 36 months. But aggression in children and how they manage their emotions may continue up around six or seven years old. However, I would say that if hitting goes beyond age three or four, this could be due to a lack of emotional understanding and their ability to appropriately express their emotions because they haven't been taught how or they don't understand how to channel those emotions effectively. If this is your child, don't fret. It's never too late to teach children how to effectively manage their emotions. But just know that the older they get, the harder it is to break old habits and behaviors. And this will require more patience on your end. Ideally, this is something that you'll want to instill in them before age six or seven. And the sooner the better. You can actually start to apply emotional intelligence and teach it through modeling from day one. But I'll save that discussion for another day. So just because so just because hitting is age typical doesn't mean that is age appropriate. Hurting others should never be a way to express emotions. And that is what I'm going to teach you today is how to teach your child to channel their emotional energy in a more appropriate way. Before I do that, let's talk about what you personally feel when your child hits you. When they hit you, what emotions and feelings arise within you? Anger, frustration, an impulse to react or to defend yourself emotionally and physically. These emotions and feelings are normal. When we are hit, yelled at, or called names, our senses take in that information and communicate to our brain that we are under attack, which triggers these defensive feelings to self-protect, even when the threat is being triggered by a two-year-old. So don't feel ashamed if you see red and have potentially unpleasant thoughts arise. The important thing is that you do not act on those feelings and thoughts. And this is where emotional intelligence comes into play. 
EI, emotional intelligence, allows us to hit the pause button, so to speak, and become aware of why we're experiencing these unpleasant thoughts and feelings of anger and defensiveness. And it's important to note that these feelings can be amplified if we've personally experienced either physical or emotional trauma in our past. And when we are aware of this, in that moment, we can respond more appropriately and calmly instead of feeling attacked and reacting. Because we know, because we know that this young child means no harm to us personally, regardless of the strong expression on their face, the force at which they hit us, or the disheartening words that may accompany the act. Which leads to the next point. So we need to ask ourselves, you know, what causes a child to act out with aggression? What causes us to want to punch a hole in a wall or scream? Not that we act on it, but we still have those feelings. We still have those strong emotions like anger, frustration, or fear, right? Not saying that you act on those feelings or thoughts, but we all think about it. So your child equally feels those strong emotions. And when we feel strong emotions, we have an urge to express them. And we should express them, but in a healthy way that doesn't cause harm to others or ourselves. It's not good for any of us to dismiss or suppress our emotions. What we need to understand is that behind every strong, unpleasant emotion, there is an unmet need. And it is our job to help our children and ourselves to identify that unmet need and address it appropriately. And this can be difficult for some of us to do if we ourselves haven't developed this skill yet, which is why it's important for you as the parent to develop your awareness and emotional intelligence if you expect to teach this skill to your child. Because children learn the behavior from your behavior, not your words. So the first thing that you want to do is take care of your own emotions that arise from them hitting you, meaning pause versus react. Remember that you're not under attack and how you respond matters. Take a moment, breathe in some deep and long breaths and get into the right headspace. I know this is easier said than done. I get that, but I assure you that this will become easier with greater awareness and consistent practice. Next, or simultaneously, if you've mastered it at this point, you can gently grab the child and prevent them from hitting you and make it clear that you will not accept this behavior. It's fine to be firm. Just ensure that you're equally being loving and stay mindful of how you are feeling throughout this process because your feelings will be expressed in your tone, your body language, your facial expressions, and in the grip of your restraint. It is totally okay to acknowledge that you're angry and at the same time know that your child is dealing with something that is equally frustrating them and they need your help to fully process that emotion. This is where you can use your observation to help them identify what they're feeling and just notice that they're upset. Say, I see that you're really upset and you have a lot of emotions going on right now, but you cannot hit me. So here's some other things that we can do. For example, maybe suggest stomping or yelling into a pillow, jumping, rolling, whatever they need to do to release that feeling, 
but hitting is not one of the options. You may notice that your child goes from this extreme aggression to crying. And that is when they are coming down from that very strong emotion. This is actually a good sign because they have released most of that emotional energy. Now they are in a vulnerable state of recovery where they need love and your support. So hold that space for them and let them know that you can see that they're sad and that you're there for them. You can take this opportunity to practice breathing exercises with them, just holding them. And when they come out of this spell of crying, this is a great opportunity to talk about what they were feeling and what happened, what made them upset, if they're ready to talk about it. Now, this may go against what many of us have experienced growing up and against what we might feel like doing. But that is what makes parenting with emotional intelligence different from traditional parenting. We're breaking away from the ineffective social scripts that don't help us and instead choosing to understand and cope with emotions in a healthy and smart way. And while letting your toddler scream, stomp, or roll in the floor may not seem like a healthy way to cope, at that age and stage in their development, it actually is. Because they literally cannot rationally process like we can. So expecting them not to have fits at this age is unrealistic. Sure, it's triggering to hear them scream and see them act that way, especially in a public space. This may lead to a feeling of embarrassment, but forcing your child to suppress their emotions for fear of punishment is going to do more harm than simply letting the emotion run its course. Plus, how many times does threatening really work in public? Typically, they keep screaming even more so because now they're pleading with you not to do what you've just threatened. And this likely extends the time that they're in this emotional state and having a tantrum. The best thing that you can do in this case, if possible, is to take them to a space that will disturb the least amount of people and just let them get it out of their system. And if there isn't somewhere you can go away from a crowd, I recommend carrying with you a small tiny pillow like a six by six or a plush stuffed animal. And this way, if they need to scream and let it all out, they can do so in a way that muffles their screams tremendously, but still allows them to get that energy out. And don't worry, you're not teaching them that they can act any way that they want to in public. Remember, this is only temporary. As they get older, they will emotionally mature and grow out of this phase. And as they do, they will develop more effective ways to manage their emotions that are not as disrupting to others. In the meantime, I encourage you, if you have toddlers, to give this a go and see how much quicker they overcome their tantrums when given permission to fully express their emotions. A couple more things I want to hit on before I do a quick recap. One is don't try to reason with a child when they are in an emotional state. And side note, don't try to reason with anyone, child or adult, when they are in an emotional state. It doesn't work. So simply state your boundaries or what you've noticed. When we set consistent boundaries, children will learn over time where we draw the line. For example, if they hit us and we say, I will not allow you to hit me, 
because you're angry. It makes a clear statement where we stand while also helping to identify what they might be feeling. And in regards to stating what we notice, we can identify potential sources of the emotion. For instance, if your child hits you because you're talking to someone else and they requested your attention but were ignored or shunned, this may cause them to feel ignored and angry. And to them, hitting you is their way of saying, hey, listen to me. I want your attention. Stop talking to them and pay attention to me. Children are egocentric. It's something they will kind of grow out of. We're all a little bit egocentric, right? But this is normal again for their age. I don't know if you remember what it felt like being a kid and trying to get an adult's attention, but it was infuriating to me when I was ignored. I didn't feel important and I know they could hear me as I called out to them, but they ignored me. Also, kids truly believe that what they have to say to you is urgent in that moment and needs to be addressed immediately. And I I understand that it may not be polite or ideal to get interrupted when you are talking to someone else, but if they are young, like two to five-ish, sometimes it doesn't hurt to take five seconds as they show you a ladybug they found or tell you they want spaghetti for dinner. Obviously, there are limits for interrupting, but it is good to acknowledge them and let them know that they are seen and they are heard, especially at these younger ages. Obviously, there are limits, right? And that is for you to decide. But let's get back to the topic of hitting. So if they do hit you from their impatience of waiting while you're talking to someone else, you can address the situation and feeling by saying something like, I can see that you're upset because I'm paying attention to someone else right now and not you. I'm sure that makes you feel angry, but I will not let you hit me. You will have my undivided attention when I am done talking. If they cry, scream, whatever, ignore them. Again, easier said than done, especially in public, but this will teach them that violence does not get them their way while allowing them to take care of their emotions on their own. I know a number of parents will disagree with my advice and suggestions that I've offered today, probably because it seems that I'm suggesting you should let your kid get away with inappropriate behavior. But remember, we are running the social scripts that were defined thousands of years ago of how children should act and behave in what was appropriate but they lack complete understanding of psychology and child development. They believe children should be seen and not heard, that they should act and behave like miniature adults. And the reality is that is not how their little brains work. We know that now, yet we're stuck treating them the same way as we did hundreds of years ago. Emotionally intelligent parenting is unorthodox, and it may not make sense to many people, but we are likely basing what makes sense purely on what is familiar to us or how we were raised. So here's a quick recap of how to deal with your child when they hit and how to prevent them from hitting. First things first, know that hitting is age typical for young children. 
but that doesn't mean that it's age appropriate. Two, before you react, take time to address your own emotions that arise when being hit. Number three, know that it's natural for you to feel attacked and bring that awareness to the forefront to gain your composure and apply understanding instead of reacting. Number four, give them alternatives to expressing their strong emotions, such as stomping, jumping, screaming into a pillow, etc. Anything that doesn't cause harm to themselves or others. Number five, know that crying usually follows a release of emotional energy, and this is a time to hold space for them. Number six, don't try to rationalize with them and equally don't make threats. This only is fueling the fire and it doesn't teach them anything. And lastly, number seven, know that this is a phase. Letting your child release their emotions with screaming and stomping is only temporary. They will grow out of it and learn more effective and less zealous ways to cope with their emotions as they emotionally mature. You're not creating brats when you allow them to express their emotions. All right, so that is all for today. If you would like to learn more or have questions, I encourage you to check out generationeq.org where you can find information about upcoming Generation EQ Parents Clubs where I personally facilitate 90-minute interactive discussion sessions every month on parenting with emotional intelligence and expand upon topics such as this. In addition, I offer private family programs, which takes into account your family's unique needs and personalities and behaviors. I will put the link to Generation EQ in the show notes where you can find all this information. And until next time, live and lead with an open heart and open mind. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.